If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick! Stand on the line, turn the game again, everybody's gonna lose and I'm gonna win, gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Hello everybody and welcome us back after a three-week hiatus. Get Rich Quick with Josh. And Noel. Is back on the air, people. <laughs> I don't know what you did without us all this time, but we're back, and you can all be ecstatic about it. Um, this is the show where I, Josh Rubin. And I, Noel Dineen. Come together once a week over a single topic, and from said topic, we come up with a bunch of ideas. But you know what, Noel? What? Today, this intro is pointless today. <laughs> it is. Because we are not doing any of that. No. We are just sort of having a conversation today because Noel uh-huh. has a brand new baby boy. I have a brand new baby boy. I was worried about a, even just carving out an hour to do this. Uh and let alone the thought of doing research, I can't imagine how it would go down. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see how the show goes over the next few, uh-huh. oh, let's say, years. Maybe it'll just be fast and loose. <laughs> of which we are neither fast nor loose. Well, we'll have to adapt. We will have to adapt. Yeah. Look at you talking about adapting. Look at you. You're just like your fucking modern dad. You guys... <laughs> You gotta adapt and conquer kids these days. Mm -hmm. That's right. <laughs> Don't let them control you. No. You adapt, baby. Yeah. You make them adapt. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe we are financial geniuses to the core. So maybe we'll just accidentally plurp out some something that'll make someone rich. Plurp is that the u word you use for when your son does a boop, boof, <laughs> does a dookie, yeah. does a pooper in uh, his pants? He's doing good at them. Plurf. Plurp. Plurp. So your son is, he's almost three weeks old now. He is three weeks old. As of today? Uh, no, as of week? Monday, he was three weeks old. Wow. Time yeah. flies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a handsome boy, your boy. He is. He's a good looking kid. He's a good kid. He's super chill. Mm -hmm. uh, we lucked out. We lucked out with this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. It's clearly because of the mother. I'm sure. Yeah, because you are one of the least chill guys I've ever what? met. So chill, what? man. I dab. Yeah, I'm talking about you. Yeah, see, we're talking at the same time now. This is what happens when you get play fast and loose over Zoom. Yeah. You talk at the same time, and no one gets through. And basically, the entire show is going to be people hearing, ah, but, yeah. It works. Yeah, it will. We'll <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> Uh, anyway, no, there's been a lot going on in these three weeks oh my that God. you have n not been privy to Yeah, because you've been dealing with a newborn. I have. Yeah. 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 I mean, for those of you out there, you may remember or may not. There's a pandemic going on. <laughs> I know. It seems like the least significant thing out there right now. It really is. And in my neighborhood, that means that because it's not in the headlines, that means apparently you don't have to wear masks anymore and you can just spend your weekends getting drunk on the streets. Okay. 
my neighborhood. I had a friend come down and visit me. I just assumed this was going on everywhere. Um, uh, uh, but where I am in the West Village, it seems like uh, uh, every weekend and at happy hour, restaurants and bars open up their doors and they put out like a table blocking off the entranceway. And then people go in and ostensibly order food, which a lot of them, what they're doing is they're just offering like a bag of chips mm-hmm. for like 50 cents or a dollar because you have to order food to get your to-go alcohol. Oh, really? Yeah, it's required. To get any to-go alcohol, you have to order food. So what places are doing is they're having like bags of Fritos or bags of uh, Doritos or whatever, or Cheetos mm-hmm. or any O's or Cheats or yeah. Chippies or whatever you your favorite thing is. And they charge like 50 cents or 75 cents for them. And then you can order your beverage of choice, which everyone's doing fucking margaritas and wine and beer. And you can get hammered on the sidewalk like we're in New Orleans at Mardi Gras. Yeah. Now, on the weekdays, what happens is you got people gathering around their favorite spot. And suddenly you have like 20 people just standing there with their masks down if they're even wearing masks in my neighborhood, drinking away and yammering at each other and getting drunker and drunker. Uh-huh. On the weekends, Ooh. right? So that's around happy hour. That's after work from 5 to 7. On the weekends, Saturday and Sunday, day drinking is upon us. Okay. And we have passed places where there have been 50 or 60 people just piled around the front of a bar or if there's two bar restaurants that are right next to each other it can be like 70 people wow there's a there's a gay bar uh 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 called the monster yeah that has been uh doing this and it's right across the street from uh from the park from from the park from sheridan park which is now uh i think called stonewall park and now what's happening is like they're throwing dance parties in there. Really? Yeah. So th- it's not like they're official dance parties, but basically what happens is you walk by there last Saturday and there were probably 70 people in the park and it's a small park. They were like armpit to armpit. Someone had a Bluetooth uh, speaker and were pumping house music and people were just drinking and dancing. Yeah. It was crazy, dude. Wow. Well, you know, now that Crazy. I have a baby. Well, this is all going on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, dude, go finish what yeah. you're saying. Now that you have a baby. Uh, I am oh, actually. Well, well, this is all going on. Oh, what's there's a delay, I think. going. There on is. There. I don't know what's going on. I told you my my you guys. So we we're severely addled today. My Internet is not up to snuff. We don't have a regular show for you. Uh, thanks for sticking with it. Uh, <laughs> if you're sticking with us right uh, now, they are. They I have are. a feeling. I have a feeling. Some there are some people, some hardcore people that have been like, "Let's hear this out." Oh no, yeah, we're gonna have some good gems in here today. Yeah. I, oh yeah. Oh sure, we are. Uh, <laughs> so, anyways, I was saying while that's going on last Saturday, there's a massive, massive protest going on, Black Lives Matters protest and rally going on in Washington Square Park, which is mere blocks away from where the monster is. Yeah. And uh, Deb and I 
decide that we're going to go check it out. Okay. And Deb decides she's going to make like a Black Lives Matter sign, and she writes it on a piece of fabric and pins it to the front of her shirt. Uh-huh. Now, we live directly across the street from a police station. And she's got that on, and I suddenly get a pang of anxiety that something's going to happen to us because not that we're going to get our ass kicked or anything like that, but it's just going to be bad news if the cops see us walking out of our apartment with Black Lives Matter stuff going to a rally, like we're just setting ourselves up to be fucked with in some fashion. Mm-hmm. Right. So before we walk out the door, I ask her to please take it off and wait till we're a few blocks away um, to put it on. She agrees. She thinks that's probably wise. And so we go out. We go a few blocks away. She puts it on. We start walking over there. She's getting a lot of dirty looks from cops. Um, you know, God bless her. She's braver than I am. We get to the park. It is wall to wall humanity. Mm-hmm. We're there for maybe five minutes, 10 minutes, and it's like panic starts to set in because there's people are so close to us and people are not wearing masks. There are a lot of people are wearing masks, but there are a lot of people not wearing masks. Yeah. And we both just sort of freak out and we're like, we got to split. We can't stick around with this as much as we want to. There's no way we we're, we're both so addled by the fact that, oh, there's still a fucking pandemic going on. So we start walking back, and about a block or two away from from uh, uh, our home, I tell her to take off the little chest piece she has again. So she does, and w- one of the things they've done is they've blocked off the street, our street, so and and so people can't get in and I guess set the precinct on fire like yeah. they did in Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, so there are cops manning the uh, uh, barricades, and you have to tell them where you live, and they let you in, and it's no big deal. Oh, really? You can't even walk down the street without... No, no, no. You have to... They have to open the barricade for you to go through. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was... In, and to get out as well. So that we had to do that to get out. So it wasn't like I was like, oh, maybe there'll be some cops outside. Like, there were cops outside, and, you know, they're looking for trouble. Okay. Um. And at one point, it was all manned by FBI agents, which was weird as fuck. Mm-hmm. They were in full, like, you know, guys in T-shirts and, and cargo pants wearing flak jackets that said FBI all over them. Huh. And then an, another one that was HSI, which I don't know what that stands for. But anyway, she doesn't have the thing. She's got it rolled up. She's not, like, showing it at all. We walk past the cops. They let us in. We walk past them, and she hears the, the one of the cops go, they were at the march in, in Washington Square Park. And she tells me this, and my blood goes cold. Yeah. I'm like, how the fuck do they know that? How the fuck do they know that we were there? We had our dog with us. It just looked like we were going for a walk. Yeah. You know what I mean? We were gone for 20 minutes. We walked east, but, you know, there, we could have been going anywhere in any direction. I found that just creepy as fuck. Yeah. Maybe you just look like uh, people who love freedom and liberty. That's not me. I only went because my wife made me. Yeah. Officer. 
<laughs> for any police officers that are listening out there. <laughs> well, have you heard in D.C. about the unknown uh, people, the security people? Sure, that was the whole thing, that it was it was members, you know, uh, 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 no one knows who they were from, but clearly from the Justice Department mm-hmm. was sent out that they're probably Homeland Security and social, and social, I was going to say social security and mm-hmm. secret service. That's how much I know about, really know about politics. I think that social security yeah. is an armed force of the Justice Department. Yeah, they protect the old people. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was a big thing, man. Yeah, that's creepy. Mm-hmm. We're living in creepy not times right now. Not, not that you'd care. You've got a baby. I got a baby. Yeah, that's all you. That's you have. You have dad brain. You don't sleep. Not well. It hasn't been as bad as I expected from what everyone said. Mm-hmm. I am a little on the tired side every day, uh, particularly around this time for some reason. Um, but it hasn't been as desperately bad as everyone says. Um, and maybe we're lucky, too, because Nigel is uh, pretty good at sleeping at night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but but he has to get up every three hours. Right. Uh, so it, it's very interrupted sleep. And depending on how much he gets up um, or how long he takes to go back down you may end up getting more interrupted than sleep. When does the three hours, when does the every three hours thing stop? Well, it's already at times can be a little more than three, but apparently when he gets 12 and a half pounds, he can sleep a little longer. Oh, so it's more about weight than it is about a, a certain time. It's about how, how much they need to eat. Right. Uh, so they their little stomach and they're growing, so they just need a constant supply of fuel. Wouldn't it make sense to create something that you can monitor and just push a button and it sticks a bottle in the baby's mouth? <laughs> and then, you know, or, you know, a, they need, a they tick need companionship or whatever and it is. stuff, too. Huh? They need companionship and stuff, too. I'm not saying you don't have companionship, but, you know, it would be a nice way for, for you know, mom and or dad to get more and better sleep for the baby to not be as fussed up as much and then Mm -hmm. during the day it gets all the companionship in the world yeah let me ask you a question yeah if someone wakes you up at four o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. or every three hours just because they say you have to yeah right like which is what's happening right (laughs) and you know would you be like like oh well thank god for the companionship yeah but it's different for me than you know for me that's interrupting my night's sleep He's just on, his day is basically a three-hour day, right? He wakes up, he eats, he gets changed, he fiddles around for a little while, and he goes back to sleep. And now he's gotten to the point where now there's less fiddling around at night. At night, Mm -hmm. it's just eat, get changed, right back to sleep. Right. But uh, he's basically on a three-hour day. So what I'm talking about, when you say you mean a three-hour cycle, yeah, but well, but in, as far as he knows, that's his day. He's not interrupting his night's sleep. He's, no, I understand that, but it's interrupting your night's sleep. Yeah. And what I'm saying is, if you, like, for that eight hours, for the two turns in that eight hours, yeah. why couldn't there be something automated that just shoves a bottle in his, in his mouth and, you know, 
he doesn't know any difference. And then for the next uh, 16 hours, you're cuddling and holding and doing all the things you're supposed to do as a parent. Maybe. Wouldn't that make you a better parent in the long run? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I think it would. More awake, more aware, more attuned to the child's needs. Yeah. Less emotionally uh, 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 on edge. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's a big moneymaker if anyone wants to wants to take that idea. Basically, you know, what I'm trying to do is tell people, give people some idea of how to get rich quickly from babies. Oh, we're, yeah, yeah. That's all. We're going to, and, and if you want to go back to masks, make a mask with a little straw hole. <laughs> That's a great idea. Uh-huh. That's a fucking brilliant idea. That's got, you know how long. It can have a straw hole. You know how, like, they uh, uh, when you blow up a, a a beach ball or something, it's got that plug in it that prevents air from coming out. So all that hard work you did didn't before you plug it in. Yeah, it's got like a a, a a sphincter or something like that in it. That sort of when you blow into it, it opens up and then it sort of closes up a bit so you don't lose air as quickly before you plug the hole. Mm-hmm. The mask, the hole in the mask should have one of those. Yeah, sure. So when the straw can pop right in, right, and you can suck away at it, and then when you take it out, it closes up so your foul, alcoholic COVID breath doesn't get all over people. <laughs> your alcoholic COVID breath. <laughs> uh, I hate people so much. Yeah. When I was younger, I used to think, not younger, like, you know, six months ago. Okay. I used to think being a hermit would be a great, great thing. Uh-huh. I realize it, it. I I am a hermit now. Okay, and I, I it makes me hate people more. Okay, and so it makes it harder for me to go outside and cross paths with humanity. I don't think anyone was ever prescribing uh, being a hermit as a cure for misanthropy. No, I'm just saying I always wanted to be a hermit. Yeah, I thought being a hermit would be good for me. Well, maybe this is. Maybe you're thriving. I'm not. Maybe this is Josh at his best. Peak I'm Josh. Into Gollum. <laughs> You're the Gollum. What's happening? I'm turning into Gollum. Yeah, and Herschel's your ring. <clears throat> he is. He is my ring. It's so true. Yeah. When Deb takes him for a walk, if I'm not with him, I get crazy. Yeah. I lose my mind. Herschel is my ring. Oh, so <laughs> sweet. <laughs> uh, so should I give a bit of a recap of my last few weeks? Yeah, why don't you? Okay. So, uh, as advertised, I had a baby. Uh, we went in uh, and had the baby, and we were there for like a day, and came home because we wanted to get the hell out of that hospital because right now, a hospital in New York City is kind of like the center of COVID in the universe, right? Yeah. <laughs> So we were like, let's get out of here. So we did. Uh, we came home and we were trying to deal with things for a few days. And then uh, my partner started not feeling the best uh, and spoke to her doctor. And they're like, you should come in. So Josh and Deb, I called them up and they came over to watch Nigel. We got to babysit and yeah. it was awesome. Yeah. And uh and so uh, we went to the hospital, and I was told I can't go in. Um, and then that uh, little 
take get looked at at the hospital ended up being uh, more serious stuff than we had realized, and it was uh, it went it went on for a while, <laughs> uh, and so I was kind of uh, home alone. Josh and Deb came over twice, I think a couple more times. Yeah, brought some food. Yeah, yeah, they were great. Um, and uh. And then one night was horrible. Josh, I mean, uh, Nigel just wouldn't sleep. So I basically got no sleep that night. And I'd been just me and Nigel for five days. And then I found out that it's going to be even longer uh, till she gets out. So we called in the troops. Uh, my sister flew in from Chicago. Uh, and then a couple days later, uh, Nan's sister came in from Ecuador, uh, who's still here. She's still here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we got some help. And then and then. Nan, was able to come home after that. Thank goodness. Yeah. But also during that time then, so my sister gets here, and then mm-hmm. all the, the the protesting stuff went bananas. Mm-hmm. And I live um, right by Washington Square Park. And I guess between uh, Union Square and Washington Square Park was a big bone of contention where protesters wanted to go back and forth, and cops did not want them to go back and forth. Yes. Uh, and, you know, all the support in the world for the protesters is just at the moment wasn't the best timing in my life for it. <laughs> uh, so it was just like riots basically out here. There was a cop car burned a couple blocks away. There was a fire. Really? That, yeah. Uh, there was a fire that was set in the street that then lit into scaffolding a block away. Um, and there was basically it sounded like a helicopter pad in my apartment for a week. It was stressful. Uh, that would you lived if you lived down there was that three or four days straight where uh there was nothing but helicopters for 24 hours a day yeah it was crazy yeah i feel like that's pretty much what it was for a few days yeah that's i didn't even think I didn't, yeah, I didn't even think about that with you and, and it all being so close to you. Yeah. It never even crossed my mind. That's what kind of shit heel I am. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Josh and Dad helped, helped out. Huh? How was your sister? How was your sister? Did she enjoy her time with Nigel? She did, but she was very stressed about the uh, about all the riots and stuff because... Right. Um, so she lives in Chicago, in the south side of Chicago. She was stressed about that. Uh, but then she also, um, my one of my nieces has an internship in uh, Greenville, North Carolina. And um, the day my sister came, she was actually supposed to drive her there. But instead, my other niece uh, drove down with her. And then they got down there. And then like a day later, someone got shot. There was a drive-by in front of her apartment, and really? they couldn't get to her apartment that 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 this company had gotten for for the summer because it was closed off because of uh, protests. Oh they my god! They had shut off part of the city there, uh-huh. so Michelle was very stressed about everything. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think she's a little calmer now, but <laughs> she was not a happy camper. Do you think now I'm curious, did you think like Nigel fed off of that tension? Like do you think he was aware 
that that of of your sister's tension like when he she held him would he cry or anything like that or was he pretty just chill nigel the entire time maybe a little but at that point he was much more than now really just sleeping eating pooping yes right like he would wake up go back to sleep immediately after eating and changing all day long amazing um so i'm not sure i'm not sure and it's not like you know i think it was more we were getting stressed when we weren't holding him because he's just a bundle of joy Mm -hmm. uh but when we were just like during nap times uh-huh. Obsessively looking at Twitter <laughs> and she's uh-huh. like, <laughs> watching the news. All right, you don't even have, you're not even connected. You can't watch the news. Yeah, no. No. It was probably a good time not to watch the news. Yeah. No, uh, you know, I, I, for what it's worth, everyone, I mean, I was out of my mind during that time. I remember, like, I was just like, you know, everything about it was making me furious. Yeah. You know, like the way that the cops were handling the situation Horrible. was making me was making me insane the idea that they were just like prove like let's go out and prove everyone's point for them yeah that's what that's what they did yeah um and you know i don't know the reactions from from the politicians from cuomo and uh from de blasio were terrible i i don't really know what they did tell you the truth that's how much attention i had they didn't do anything essentially okay from what anyone could tell, they didn't do anything. They let the police do whatever they wanted to do. It was almost like, we're dealing with this pandemic. You handle this. Yeah. And then when shit went bad, they, you know, they're so afraid of the police unions. Mm-hmm. And they're yes. so afraid of the PBAs that, uh, you know, they they prevaricated all the way through. Yeah. You know, they were so wishy-washy over everything. They couldn't make a uh, a strong statement one way or the other. Well, I, w- I would rather know strong statements one way or the other a thousandfold above what our federal government has been doing. <laughs> well, I mean, that, you know, yeah, of course. That guy. Gotta that go. Guy, Gotta go. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Just even thinking about him now. I, what what can what can you say? I watched the Pat Oswalt uh, uh, comedy special. Oh, what is it on? It's on Netflix. Okay. It's pretty good if you like Patton Oswalt. I do. Um, and he's got a line in it. He doesn't. He has literally one Trump joke. And the joke is about how he's not doing any Trump jokes. He said, you know, people said to him, oh, Trump, he's great for comedians. You guys are going to have material forever and ever. And he said, I equate this government like watching... A school bus full of monkeys on meth uh-huh. driving down the street, and you can't take your eyes off of it. And what am I going to say after we see a school bus full of monkeys driving on meth, smashing into everything and terrifying? Is there anything I can say that's going to be better than that? And it's true. There's What can you say about this? this a, that hasn't been said already. Yeah. And B, it's like he's just the worst person in the world. In the world. In the whole wide world. Yeah. I I honestly think he's a worse person than Hitler. Well, I, that's I, a strong I say statement. That because 
Hitler was serious about what he did. Mm-hmm. He thinks this is some kind of fucking game. He does. Yes. He's 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 Hitler knew what he was doing. Trump is just fucking with people. This is what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Trump's everything Trump's doing is just a big fuck you to everybody. Well, he's going to get a big F you soon. He is yeah. going to get a big F you soon. Uh, well, it'll be interesting to see if he leaves. The tide of history is turning quickly against him. Yeah, you know, more and more I do I do sort of wonder if this guy is going to just go quietly when uh, when his time is up. Biden got an interview where someone asked him about that, and he said the military will take him out if he loses the election. Yeah, I think they will. Yeah, they'll escort but, him out of the White House. You know, we'll see what happens with his two-way people. There's times before where I thought that was around the corner coming soon mm-hmm. with the whole Russia thing. Yep. Oh, you guys, uh-huh. good times, good funny show. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, hey, you wanted to talk about what's going on? Well, just I didn't want to do research. That's really what it was. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and there's been yeah. a lot going on. There you know, it does need to be addressed. On. There's so much going on, and we still have another 30 minutes. Yeah. Oh, we, we can fill that one. No problem. All right. No problem. Hey, you guys, if you want to give Josh and I some money, I just had a baby. Josh lives behind a police barricade. If you want to give us money, you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Knowles show page, hit the pledge button, half that money will go to Josh and I. Half that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn, uh, and you get to feel like a champ because you are a champ. If uh, you're like, yeah, screw those guys, this show's not funny, uh, and you want us to really know that you're saying screw you, do it in the way that hurts us the most. Go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, and from that main page, hit the sponsor button and pledge an amount. All that money from that page would only go to Radio Free Brooklyn, not a nickel to Josh or I, and you can put a note to make sure we know that you intentionally did not give us money. Uh, You get a tax break because Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 charitable organization, and you get to feel like a jerk because you are a jerk. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Um, And, you know, our drive to five is over. Uh, Radio Free Brooklyn is five years old, but we've also lost all of our streams of funding from the quarantine. So, you guys, uh, dig deep. Give us some money. Uh, If you like the station... If you like the idea of the station, uh, if you like the other shows that maybe are funny, uh, do that, right? Uh, <laughs> if not funny, at least interesting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, if you want to get involved in other ways, you can. You can uh, subscribe to the newsletter. You can download the apps, iOS or Android. Uh, you can listen to the station live or get all the archives for all the shows on there. Um, one thing that we're trying to push too, while everyone's still supposedly locked in their apartments and you're ordering a lot of stuff from Amazon, is use Radio Free Brooklyn on your Amazon Smile, right? And then we get a, just a, a minuscule little piece every time you buy something. Uh, you don't pay a nickel extra. You don't pay anything. Uh, it's just Amazon will donate a little bit. bit. Um, it's a little bit, but if enough people do it, it adds up and it helps us out. Okay? Um Back to the world. <laughs> Back to the world. I was thinking when you brought up Joe Biden, I think the best thing that's happening to Joe Biden right now is that he can't campaign. 
mm-hmm. that is campaigning because the less he says and does, as long as this continues, uh, the better off he is. Sure. The less chance there is for him to make any kind of gaffe or mistake, mm-hmm. um, you know, keep doing his basement speeches, which, you know, I imagine very few people pay attention to. Sure. I but just let Trump dig his own grave. Yeah. And he's doing it quick. He seems to be. The only thing I wonder, though, is what? how is Biden going to campaign? Like, what? what is the plan they have at this point for come, you know, once the primary is officially over uh-huh. and he's declared the presidential candidate, presidential candidate for the Democratic Party, what is the plan for campaigning? Maybe there is none. Why does there have to be one? Well, I don't know if there, I mean, look, there maybe there doesn't have to be one but certainly since he's an old school democrat mm-hmm. uh uh and he's got a bunch of old school democrats running his campaign they're gonna they've got to be thinking about how they're going to get him out there and really get him seen yeah. and that's what i mean by campaigning i'm not necessarily obviously he's not going to go from state to state if he can't but how is he going to get out there and be seen to raise his uh 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 image i mean overall he's pretty quiet right now which i think he should be yeah yeah but you know at what point does he just get out there to make people aware that he still exists well maybe we'll all be on tv you know maybe you'll be on colbert and the daily show and the view and whatever else and Mm -hmm. try and get as much tv time as he can right uh I don't know. Who knows what the world's going to be like in a few months? It seems everything is so crazy right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so crazy. And, and you know, they keep saying in the fall we're going to have a resurgence. Yeah, they're uh, pretty straightforward. They, they, there's no one denying that right now. They all think it's going to happen. Yeah. So, I don't know. Does he need to campaign? Or do we just let Trump have a few of his rallies and then you report a week later like, oh, 400 people from his rally got COVID from going to a frickin' rally? Uh, I mean, I, I, I think that's part of it for sure, but I just don't, you know, I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm an old man, but I, I really just, it, it seems impossible to me that you're going to win without getting out there and, you know, in some way. Yeah. Ginning up people to make them excited about voting and excited about uh, voting for you. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think you can rely on a lot of people voting for you just because you're not Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people that you need to, you know, not necessarily convince you're not going to convince any of his base but you just got to remind them that you're out there and that you're the person yeah you know i i don't know i don't know what to say uh i don't know it's it i can't imagine him going out and getting big crowds or trying to even trying to get big crowds right that would be insane yeah. that would be no big it, for all intents and purposes, that would be no better uh, uh, 
than than whatever Trump's doing. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I'm just trying to read something here. I mean, they have staff on the ground in all these states. Mm -hmm. If anyone knows this, shoot us, shoot us, uh, shoot us. Or if anyone out there that we that's listening to us works on the campaign in some fashion, I'm really curious what yeah. the process is of trying to figure this out. Maybe it's all going to be by proxy, you know, uh, get the campaigners out everywhere, just waving the Biden flag on every corner of every street in the country. Yeah, I mean, that would that makes sense to me. I mean, look, any, anything. Look, I have thought for years, but this year in particular, it, it makes me. If there is an age max minimum yeah. to be president, right? Like you cannot be president before you're what, 40 something? Something like that. 46, I think, or something like that. 47. Yeah. Then how is the age maximum? Like it's insane to me that a 78 year old can be a can run for president i know and be you know p potentially a two-term president that's nuts to me yeah that's completely nuts to me like 70 cut it off at 70 yeah you know if you're an if you're an incumbent then you know yeah if you're if you win at 70 if you're if you were 68 and you got to 72 then yeah okay so you can run again and you can go to 76 but beyond that it's just like I mean, I love Bernie, and yeah. I think Bernie would have made a great president. But he's also theory. same same age. Yeah, seems a little more he's, on the ball though. But it's way more on the yeah. ball. <laughs> way more on the ball. But you know, he had a heart attack. Mm -hmm. You can't deny the fact that the man's like compromised. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Biden needs to get a really good VP. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. I mean, I, I also remember him sort of indicating that he was only going to be a one-term president. Yeah. Saying that he was, he was going to only be a one-term president. Like, he would just hand the reins over. I can't... Yeah, but then people get those reins, and it doesn't go that way. Yeah, of course. Or he likes being president too much. And yeah. And he decides to change his mind. Yeah. Who do you, who do you think he's going to pick as his uh, VP <sighs> candidate? I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, whatever Kamala Harris. Yeah, you just don't care, man. You've got a baby. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, like it's all kind of background you, noise. Having conversations like this with you is completely pointless because you have no idea, and you more or less don't really care. No, I do. Come November, mm -hmm. come November, you're going to vote for him, for Biden just yes. to get Trump out of the office. Oh yeah, you hate yeah. Trump, you want him out of the office. I, I'm not disputing that. But everything you're doing up until then is revolving around this child that you have. Yes. Yes. Uh, and work. Maybe you should start a whole Babies for Bidens group. Maybe we'll get Babies for Bidens, and there'll be a baby parade. Uh-huh. Uh, and that'll just reel the voters in, because who doesn't <laughs> want to vote for babies? Who, who uh, like a like hundred or a thousand babies just mm -hmm. marching down the street? Yeah. How, how that, first of all, viral. Yeah. Viral, 100%. Babies for Biden. Nowadays, probably literally viral. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coronavirus. Whatever, baby COVID. Uh huh. Ugh. Ugh. Baby COVID. They, they, they get it. It's Kawasaki's, right? It, basically, yeah. They're saying, yeah. 
Kawasaki's, the babies, the babies and the children get the Kawasaki's disease. The young people get the blood clots and they die from strokes. Uh-huh. Um, and the old people uh, die from lung, their lungs collapsing. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, Hopefully soon they'll know enough about things where everything won't just be like, I think we're all going to die. Or maybe not. You never know. Yeah, I feel like from this point on, no matter what, we're all going to be thinking we're all going to die. Yeah. I think that's just going to be, we're all going to turn into Russians. <laughs> it's what's going to happen here. Yeah. I've always felt to a certain degree that, you know, say what you want about Russia, but I always felt that they have the right idea about life. Which is? Life is nothing but suffering mm-hmm. that you have to get through. Okay. And then you die. Okay. Right. That's that's basically the Russian in all their literature uh-huh. and all their music in their general sense of being. That's like, you know, were you happy? Happy. What's that? I don't know what happy is. Yeah. You Americans with your search for happiness. Life is something you have to get through and then you die. And I think that's what we're going to get like. And I think it's a better way to look at the world. Yeah. That's it, it, it. It's going to be our way. We will be though the bright spot where people tune in to get rich, to get lifted, uh-huh. out of the endless grind, and become the grinder. Not if we continue shows like this. Not maybe not. But <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 pick them back up. But we just wanted to we just wanted to get back on the air, <laughs> regardless of the quality. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is going to be a good one. I don't know if you've been getting the signal of unstable internet connection, but I've gotten that like four times. Oh, my, as I said, my my internet's in the garbage today. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it is. I think it's the pack of Ecuadorians in the back room that are just streaming everything constantly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're running in a, sort of an illegal immigration home out of your place now? Is that what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, like, oh, yeah, it was her sister. Yeah. And her 32 cousins yeah. came up as well. We we got a, a butte of an add-on to everything going on this week. Uh, speaking of apartments. So I live in a co-op. Um, and uh, there's been a lot of emails going out of, like, you, you guys help support the businesses that are on the street level because they pay rent and the building relies on that rent. Uh, so we got something saying that people haven't been paying their rent as much as they should. Um, and so we're all getting charged for probably like a year or so an extra, like few hundred bucks a month. Oh fuck. Cause we got to cover the rent that they weren't able to cover. Are they, I mean, are they, uh, have they been, are they leaving? No, no, everyone's still there. I, I think so, that we've given, I think the building's given leniency as opposed to letting them shut down. Right. No, that's very kind of them, but they're not then asking them to pay back their back rent. Hopefully they are. I certainly hope they are. Uh, but it's also putting us behind on other things, so we got to right. pay that off after. Right. But I, I guess my question is, do you guys end up getting that couple of hundred dollars back in some fashion? I don't know. Or, I, I can't. Or is that. eventually, eventually, what's supposed to happen is you just suddenly won't be paying the extra couple hundred dollars a month. I think and so. Life goes on. Yeah, I think. 
Uh, that seems like a big FU. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, Timing-wise, not the best timing. But then again, uh, you know, maybe we're never going to need uh, freaking daycare at the rate we're going. That's true. Right? That's uh, true. So maybe I don't need to be saving more money than I did before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so who knows? Who knows? Maybe it'll work out. Yeah, I mean, you guys were thinking about putting them in, what, six months? Uh, less, yeah. Yeah, well, that's definitely not happening. Probably not, but uh, I don't know. I mean, let me put it this way. As far as I know, schools aren't even going to really... I mean, I know offices that are not opening up again till next year. Yeah. Lots of them. And I know some private schools aren't planning on uh, uh, trying to get people into classes till January or February. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you've got a solid six months before I would imagine anyone feels comfortable opening up a daycare for a four or five month old. Yeah. Well, this is what we've been told about our work, about my work, I should say, is that in August, um, the office is reopening. Uh-huh. If you're not comfortable, you don't have to go back. But right. no matter what, they're going to split the office somehow into two sets of people. And one set of people will go in and like Monday, Tuesday. I mean, Monday, uh, Wednesday. The other group will go in Tuesday, Thursday, and then they'll alternate Fridays. So it'll only be, you know, very reduced capacity in the office. Right. Uh, so even then, I, I, you know, that it's not like I'm going to be gone. But I also can't work and watch a, a little toddler at the same yeah. time. No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. That's why you bring up an Ecuadorian nanny. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's what'll happen, and then I'll never have internet again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, I'm curious how how your guys are going to take care of. So I was talking to someone, and their issue is they don't know when they're going back into their office because their issue is is the company that owns the building isn't sure how they're going to deal with because. Everything is central air there. Mm-hmm. They don't know how they're going to handle the fact that everyone is breathing recycled air. Okay. And keeping the HVAC systems clean enough that it's not transferring COVID around the whole building. It's problematic and, you know, it's going to take a lot of figuring out. Yeah. I don't know if our building went that far. We did get a plan from our building. So uh, you're going to need, when you come to the building, uh, you can't get in without gloves and a mask. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it's only going to be like a couple people in an elevator at a time, which right. coming in and out of the building is going to take a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, our office is going to take your temperature uh, as you go in. Um yeah, I don't know how I don't know how it's gonna work. Uh, it's gonna be rough for you having to pull your pants down and bend over to get your temperature <laughs> taken. Every I know, day. I know. Uh, You're gonna be like, I'm not going out for lunch. Yeah, yeah. B- uh, Purell needs to make a lube. 
<laughs> there you go, guys. Yeah. Purell. That's what you got. That's there's a money making idea, folks. Oh, you know what? A follow up um, on our treasure episode a long time ago. One of Josh's schemes was about there's a a like a billionaire who mm-hmm. hid a treasure in the Rocky Mountains, and I think it was Rocky Mountains, and they uh, left clues and people have been trying to find it for like 30 years. People have died trying to find it. Uh, this past week, someone found it. Million dollars. Amazing. Or was Amazing. it two? Amazing. He found the chest. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's incredible. That's great. He, he listened to our show. Yeah. And he went out there and found the chest, and I can't wait to get our first check from him. It's coming. It's coming very soon. Uh, by the way... Make the chest check out to either Josh Rubin or Noel Deneen. Don't make it out to the show. We don't have a, like a bank account for the show. No, but we'd open one if we got a big, giant check like that. I guess so. Send us a big, giant check. <laughs> I want one of the big, giant checks. Oh, one of like the cartoon ones, almost. Yeah, you know, well, like the, the ones like you, when you win the lottery. Yeah. I want our first check to be a big, giant check. That when we I get up. really rich... My whole checkbook's going to be like that. Just big checks. <laughs> You're going to piss off so many people who want to do like a uh, 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 mobile deposit. Yeah. Because they won't be able to fit it in the frame of their camera yeah. on their phone. They're going to have to stand on a ladder. I'll give them a selfie stick and they can hold it up high. <laughs> That's a great idea. Yeah. There you go, guys. Someone can make a million dollars by making the big checkbook. Yeah. You know, or you can make the modern version of that, which is a giant, uh, one of those Squarespace uh, fobs. Isn't it Squarespace? What, no, Squarespace is the internet thing. What's the you company mean, that has, is it just Square? Yeah. A giant Square fob. So, you know, when you go to like a craft, arts and craft market or something like that, and everyone's got those little things attached onto their phone and they can, so they can pay with credit cards. Yes. Make a giant uh, novelty sized one. I think that's a great idea as well. Or you could make a giant novelty novelty uh, debit card. Yeah. So instead of getting the big fake giant check, you get a big fake giant debit card. Yeah. It, it'll be like phones. For a while they were getting smaller and smaller and smaller and then Everything changed. Now they're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. You know, Apple's now in the credit card game, so I'm sure they're going to start putting out, you know, eight and a half inch credit card and like. (laughs) (laughs) And then for those who want a bigger credit card, they can get a bigger credit card. Yeah. 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 To get your credit raised? No, but I got a giant card. <laughs> I'm still only I'm still rocking a 450 rating, but yeah. look at the size of this car. Yeah, imagine yeah. the size of the chip readers you have to have for that. Huge. It's a yeah. whole the the aftermarket of once you once you make this one thing and people get the taste for it, then that's where you really make the money is in the card readers, in the wallets, right. in. The <laughs> Uh, 
you want you you know what you really want is you want because a lot of people have those sort of wallet backs on their uh their card holders on the back of their phones uh-huh. if you have a plus you want a card that fits the back of the plus yeah. you want it to be nice and smooth you don't want it to be like a bump in the middle of your hand no you want it to take up the whole back of the phone yeah so yeah you're absolutely right making credit cards that size is the next obvious step obvious next obvious step <laughs> it, it is almost insulting that uh someone hasn't come up with this one yet that this is just yeah. money in your hand guys <laughs> yeah you guys should have come up with this on your own yeah we're, we're gonna we take 12 percent for this one just because you were such a dummy for not doing it already <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure 12 and a half percent i think yeah that's right Hey, you guys, if you want to get in touch, touch with Josh and I, you want to say, great idea, here's your 12%. If you're the person who found that treasure and you want to get us the money, you can get us on Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. You can email us uh, at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com, especially if you want to congratulate Noel yeah. on being a dad now. Yeah. Noel's looks like everybody's dad, so it's about <laughs> time he actually is a dad. Everybody's I do. cop dad. I do. Uh, you can get us on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. Uh, you can uh, go on iTunes or anywhere where you can get a podcast and you can download, rate, and review us, except not this episode, right? This is our back on our feed episode. Uh, you know, if, if you do review it, you know, whatever, review this episode. Sure. If you hate it that much that you want to review an episode, and this is the one you want to review. Go for it. Go we for it. We just want to see some new reviews yeah. out there. You feel, hope you feel real proud of yourself. It's like beating <laughs> up a little, a little kid. <laughs> uh, uh, if you only listen to us in podcast form, we implore you, tune in Saturday night's Radio Free Brooklyn, 8 o'clock. Get the schemes five days before everyone else. Get there early. Listen to Art Stars Scene. Stick around a little later and listen to The Circuit. Hey, uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Radio Free Brooklyn is also in phase one of reopening. So now they're, uh, more and more live shows are starting to use the studios again instead of uh, broadcasting from home. Yeehaw. Are they, are they uh, renting out for podcasting again? Uh, I think maybe technically you could, but I don't think anyone is, is up for that and doing that. Uh, and there's all these regulations they've got about coming into the studios now so that so you know you can't have two shows in a row there and stuff like that and and there's a limit to how many people are allowed in the studio so i think podcasting for renting out would be still pretty hard Mm -hmm. but uh but it's coming the road's open open road ahead of us very exciting yeah the world is an exciting place full of multiple possibilities now oh yeah just think for the person out there who wanted to start their own only tampon store. Yeah. Where all you sell are tampons and pads. Yeah. And you're like, rent is so expensive in New York. Well, there are so many places closing. Rents are about to drop. And yeah. you can open only tampons in like every borough yeah. for no money. And apparently you can just open a store in my building and, and the people who live here will cover the rest of your rent. There's that as well. <laughs> what stores are in your building? Is it what? Do, what do you have in your building? I always forget. There is uh, there's a bodega. There's uh, a PC repair store. 
There's right. a nail salon. There's a Dunkin' Donuts. There's like a Korean chicken place and a Chinese restaurant. And you frequent the Korean chicken place and the Chinese restaurant? I tried the Korean chicken place and I was not a fan. I only had it once. Uh, yeah, I don't get the Pelicana chicken. Yeah. Uh, yeah, wasn't a fan. It just tasted so over fried. Mm-hmm. The chicken was like leather and the breading tasted like it had been fried eight times and left on a shelf in between each time. And their sauces are weird tasting. Yeah. I, yeah, I wasn't a fan. Weird, I, no. I should try it again to see if maybe I got a bad batch. I don't know if you did because I've had Pelicana chicken in another location and they're a very famous Korean chicken place. They're like, they were the first Korean fried chicken place. And, uh, uh, my experience was is that it was not very good. Yeah. Their sauces just didn't taste good. Yeah. You know, I don't know, you know, like their garlic sauce didn't taste like it had any garlic in it, but it had a lot of some other stuff that I've never tasted in Korean food before. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I agree with you. The chicken was like way over fried in the sense that it was overcooked. Yeah. In a crazy way. Didn't think it was possible. but Yeah. Apparently, you can do it. Yeah. The Chinese food place is good. It's a, it's like a Sichuan place that's all soups. Oh, it's all soups. Basically, but yeah. Like hot pot? Yeah. Where you go and it's sort of like shabu hot pot, shabu dry pot. where you... Huh? It's got dry pot and hot pot. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, it's good. It's good. But uh, it's a great big place and they can't let people in. <laughs> uh, so I'm sure they're a little struggling. Yeah, I would imagine. Uh but that's okay. You and your neighbors are there to bail them out. Yeah. Don't worry. We got you. We got Just you like guys. You and your neighbors are bailing me out. Yeah. Because if it wasn't for unemployment, I would be on the street right now. Yeah. You're welcome, Josh. Yeah. Thanks to all of you who have jobs. <laughs> you guys, this has been a hilarious episode. Oh, I'm crying, not tears of boredom and exhaustion, tears of laughter and happiness. Yeah, but as I said, you know, we just wanted to get back on the air. Uh, This was a tester to see if we could do it. Uh, And it turns out maybe we can. (laughs) (laughs) So from here, we just build from here, right? Yeah. Yeah, any suggestions that you guys have uh, that are beyond... Just go back to the old format. Yeah. Have a topic. Uh, have a point. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about things you may know about. Yeah. Anything like that. Uh, and, and, I, uh, and Josh, I think we are also out of time. Yeah. So anyway, for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Gonna get rich quick